I wonder if you're the worst person I've ever met. But the truly vile do stand out through the years. You must offend them. I'm leaving this wretched city as fast as I can before that shoeless zealot throws me into one of his cells. If you're half as bright as you think you are, you'll find a way out of here too. Never. What'll you do then? You have no support. Not anymore. Your brother's gone. The High Sparrow, sort of that. The rest of your family have abandoned you. The people despise you. You're surrounded by enemies, thousands of them. You're going to kill them all by yourself? <laughs> You've lost, Cersei. It's the only joy I can find in all this misery. our second thoughts episode our second thoughts on episode number seven titled the broken man i am a broken man and my name is mike marbeck i'm the host of this thing and it's just the the two-man crew the other man being another broken man <laughs> david Danella. you're not broken no uh you were very well put together uh he he says that to me right now i am wearing a um a most interesting man in the world T-shirt that I got for free with a case of Dos Equis. So, <clears throat> as I mileage said, maybe. <laughs> well put together. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, as far as a social check-in, we usually check in with the Twitters and reviews and whatnot. And uh, we've gotten a lot of uh, Twitter love over the the last uh, few days and, mm-hmm. and uh, the last week or so. Uh, so you can uh, check out our account at SRM Podcast. There's nothing in particular uh, because there, there was just a, a bunch uh, of people kind of tweeting at us. Uh, so uh, nothing. Yeah, it was just kind of general love. Yeah. Um, it, was a, it was a blank, a love blanket, a blanket it was a of love, love blanket. We do. I mean, we and we love love. So we're giving a shout out to love. Yes, thank you, love. But uh, if you really want to get a, a, a show shout out, a specific shout out. Let's get a uh, let's get something specific. Like, um, did we ever sh- actually did we ever shout out the guy who uh, who nominated Septa Unella to the uh, Tough Squad to the Tough Squad? I don't think so. Well, we we talked about it. We um, definitely talked about it. Uh, um, you- I'm going to give this guy a shout out because I love when somebody tweets at us and references something that happened on the podcast, and I think it's proof that people listen. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, downloads are cool and everything, but they're just numbers. We need people. Yeah. We need interaction. We need we need the human touch. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen listening to this podcast, did you know that a baby will not grow properly if it doesn't get a little bit of holding? So you can feed a baby. You can talk to it. But unless you put that baby in your arms and rock it back and forth, it is not going to grow to its full potential. Very similarly – 
we at the SRM podcast, we like a little we like a little coddling every now and then. Like Let the us beat, know yeah. that you listen. Let us know that you care. Rock us. Yeah. Rock us to sleep. Um, this is all me stalling, by the way. I know. <laughs> I said, I, I mean, I know you know, uh, but you don't know. Um, <clears throat> uh, so this, uh, so shout out to, he's got two names. One is Anarchy with at signs for the A's. Um, but his, his Twitter is at Damonova. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Damonova for uh, nominating Septa Unella, whose real name is Hannah Waddingham, uh, to the Tough Squad. She's on there. Don't worry about it. But we love you for uh, we love you for listening and sending specific tweets. And you have set you have set the template to all future tweeters yeah. on how to get a shout out on the podcast. Yeah, it's which default is, template. Yeah, hopefully it's a default template. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, as far as reviews go, we haven't uh, gotten anything new since uh, since Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so go to iTunes, rate and, and review Stark, Raven, Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast, and subscribe while you're at it to uh, kind of bump us up in the uh, millions of Game of Thrones podcast rankings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you will be entered to win. And this will run, we'll say, through episode 10, although I think we may do something a little bit like a bigger giveaway um, because we have a bunch of games, Game of Thrones-related uh, merchandise that was gifted to me. Uh, that I'm not going to use, uh, but we'll save that uh, for a uh, another contest. For now, uh, what you can get is um, go to Amazon and shoot me a link uh, to anything Game of Thrones related, $25 or under. So that can be a shirt, that can be a mug, that can be depending on... Uh, how you play. Yeah, how you play. Let's, you know, let's make sure we're including taxes... In this, in this too, uh, and and shipping if necessary. Uh, but twenty five dollars are under total cost. Uh, you can get multiple things if you really uh, can can pack it in. Or or what? Or David? if that is just a little bit too impersonal for you, and I understand it's a little impersonal for my liking. If you would like something a little bit more personal, <clears throat> shoot us an email, and what we will do is I, David Danella, and a couple other of the. More, uh, I don't know if I don't know if whether to call it um, creatively minded people on the podcast because everybody's creative. It's more like the people who just have an infinite amount of time to do dumb things. Uh, we will uh, we will write some custom fan fiction for you. Uh, I'm making I, I'm making promises on other people's behalves. Uh, I hope they will come through. I feel like Caitlin would come through. Want to believe that either Frank or Whitney will also come through. Sure. Uh, but yeah, you will get three original pieces of fan fiction from us. So Game of that, Thrones related. Game of Thrones related fan fiction. Yeah. So if that's worth like if you if you you got to weigh it up. If you think that that's worth more than twenty five dollars, then that can be yours. Also, as ever. No, I'm not ready to do that one yet. Okay. I'm holding one. I'm, hold, right. I'm withholding one thing. Great. Uh, so again, go to uh, iTunes uh, or Google Google Play. We can see if the if I don't know that we've looked at those reviews, uh, but Google Play uh, podcasts uh, we're on there as well. Uh, and you could win a 
Uh, pretty much anything you want Game of Thrones related, as long as it's on Amazon and $25 or under, or some custom fan fiction from some of the SRM crew. Yeah. Fantastic. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so there's nothing from the DuckTales check-in this week, uh, and we haven't gotten any emails saying that we've done things. Yeah, nobody's or checked said, us on said our things mistakes. that were incorrect. Um, so so we're going to assume, like always, that everything we said was absolutely correct. Gospel truth. Gospel truth. We went back. We verified it was the Brotherhood Without Banners that killed the Hound's little compound. Uh, hound compound. Hound pound. <clears throat> and uh, that's it. We're perfect like we usually pound. are. <laughs> uh, great. All right. So then let's uh, just blow in. Blow in. Blow through. Let's go into mm-hmm. the... Uh, we'll start from the bottom, work our way up to the, the bigger things. Okay. Uh, so we're in Volantis. Yep. With uh, Yara and Theon. They're at a, uh, a brothel of some kind or just kind of strip club. Yeah. <laughs> something, something, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, and they're, they're, it's, a, it's, it's where everybody stops on their yep. way to Marine. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so that's where you have to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like... Um, and they got there pretty fast. I, they get everywhere pretty fast. Uh, they have fashion. John Stark went from, <clears throat> or John Snow. That's one of the funny things. John Stark, yeah, former right. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to be funny. That's why I'm rooting for him to get legitimized, just so I can start calling him John Starks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but um, John Snow went from Bear Island back to where Stannis is camping in like the span of 36 hours. Yeah. Uh, it was super fun. Yeah, and they went from the Iron Islands halfway around that world. Yeah, in yeah, I mean the timeline of this of the show. I, I'm glad that they're doing it, but some of it just doesn't add up. Yeah, um, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, so I like what I'm choosing to believe is that Daenerys is the present. They got like the the hyperloop. Yeah, <laughs> Daenerys Tesla, is the present. Tesla built that. And everybody else is catching up to whatever Daenerys is doing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so um, they stop at Tortuga. Uh, that's a Pirates, says, Caribbean, yeah, Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. reference for yeah. those of you who like it. Um, yeah, you know what else it reminded me of? It reminds me of, like, you know how, like, when you're driving and uh, if, you're, if you're driving south, it's uh, – I think it's going from North Carolina to South Carolina. If you're driving north – it's heading to New Hampshire where it's like, hey, you're coming to a plate like just cross the border. There's fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this was for yeah. me. Um, other than that, not much to report. No, just that it's pretty cool that it will be pretty awesome if they get there, one, uh, and that there is interaction between Theon and Yara because that's like – that's like to me right now, Marvel and DC <clears throat> characters coming together. Well, you said Theon and Yara. You mean Theon and Daenerys? Uh, well, Theon and Yara interacting with Daenerys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. <clears throat> um, those worlds are so separate. Yeah. Um, visually, the characters, like everything about them, for years have have not crossed mm. paths, and now we are so close to exactly that happening. That's for me. That's when John meets Daenerys, if he meets Daenerys. Oh, for that moment. <clears throat> yeah, those, that's those that's worlds. the mar- that you know that's oh, the, for sure. Yeah. That's the Batman versus Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd be. I, I agree with that. Yeah, uh, but like, boy, yeah. I mean, it's things are starting. Like Arya is about to get on a boat to go back to Westeros, mm-hmm. 
if she doesn't have septus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about her in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so with Theon and Yara, they're going to the Marine. The plan is to just load up the boats, uh, at least in their heads. We'll, we'll load up the boats. We'll, we'll, you'll marry maybe uh, Daenerys. Uh, maybe I saw something about Theon commanding, mm-hmm. helping command the, the Unsullied, which, um, you know... There's some coincidences there. Uh, uh, there's some similarities. Oh yeah. Um, so there's some interesting things that are that are coming on, and I could see that happening. But we also know Euron uh, is is hot on their their heels. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Logically, <laughs> he shouldn't be. Yeah. But I mean, you know, with the way time works <laughs> yeah. in Game of Thrones, there's a chance that Euron has always been building boats. Yeah. He was building boats before he was on the islands to even build the boats yeah. because Bran told him to or something It was like, like uh, in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure uh, where mm-hmm. they just say things. They're like, we know time travel exists, so we'll use the time travel. We'll use the, the phone booth uh, and we'll put keys here. And they like lift up a chair and there's keys there. Yeah. Um, because they, Cause uh, they did yeah. it already. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Euron. Yeah. He's Bill and Ted, I guess. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um yeah, I mean, and and the one thing that I gotta say is that if you know, it feels like everybody's got a like a nice plan for Daenerys, and whenever somebody has a plan for Daenerys, Daenerys retaliates, yeah, by setting them on fire, yeah, or by doing something big yeah. to them. She does something that adds a title, yeah. So <laughs> adds a title um, for her, yeah, that adds a title for her. So like, you know, if I was there, I'd say, hey, Theon, Yara, think about it, yeah. Think about what you really want. Yeah, I'm just, just trying to think of what if she were to destroy that their fleet or something, what her title would then become. I don't think she would destroy their fleet because she needs of ships. The shipbreaker, perhaps <laughs> shipbreaker. breaker of ships. Yeah, which uh, I think might have been Poseidon's title, breaker of ships, something like that. All right, well, let's move on uh, to the North Remembers tour mm-hmm. featuring. Uh, Featuring Davos, John mm-hmm. Stark, and uh, and of course uh, Sansa. Yeah. Um, so they're they're going around trying to drum up support, and this is the one thing we didn't really talk too much about on Sunday. Is there was all of this the North remembers the North remembers, um, but the North pretty much remembers the bad shit. Yeah. They remember everything, and that's why they're like, now, not I'm not doing this. Yeah. The North is like. What we already we already did our part yeah. for Rob, and it it messed up. Yeah, because he married for love. Mm-hmm. Just never marry for love. Don't do it. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> like I don't get it. Like it's a show where like everybody has fifteen mistresses, and you're gonna go marry for love. It's a joke. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, then dealing with uh, Lyanna Mormont was pretty great. It, uh, remains one of the most delightful moments on the show. Yeah, they, there was a bunch of memes out there. We retweeted a few where it's a photo of her. If if this girl had three dragons, Game of Thrones would have been two seasons long. Yep. <laughs> so true. Pretty true. So true. Uh, and then we saw Sansa writing... Sending a raven, mm-hmm. uh, we can assume to Littlefinger. Yep. I think it's a pretty safe assumption. I think so. Uh, but let me ask, if she's not sending it to Littlefinger, who is this thing go- going to? 
Oh, she just has a pen pal. <laughs> yeah, she's just keeping it K I T. Yeah, just keeping uh, in touch. Yeah, just um, she made friends with somebody in King's Landing, and yeah. she just talks to them sometimes. Uh, she's been sending it to uh, uh, what the hell, uh, Shay. Yeah, Shay's corpse. <laughs> yeah, somebody somebody just keeps answering Ravens. Yeah, uh, doesn't want to tell Sansa that she's dead. Yeah, this is not Shay's email anymore. <laughs> Please stop writing. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Littlefinger's going to get this. Mm-hmm. Knights of the Vale, we can assume, are going to show up. What's in it for Peter? Just uh, getting back uh, uh, on board with, uh, with Sansa? This is where it's tough, right? It's like we have no idea what Littlefinger wants. Yeah. So, again, my best guess is that he's a little bit in love with Sansa and that this is a move that is going to <clears throat> that is going to get him Sansa back like let's say he Let's say he marries Sansa. I'm trying to think. What, could he marry Sansa to to Robin? Does that consolidate power for him? Uh, well, I mean, that's an interesting thing in itself because mm-hmm. I don't see Robin lasting through this season. If there is an alliance between the Vale and Winterfell mm-hmm. um, and Robin's dead, wouldn't Peter then just become Lord of the Vale? Or at least acting Lord of the Vale? Yeah, so he's acting Lord of the Vale now, probably. Maybe. Uh, So, him, maybe if he marries Sansa. Yeah. Maybe, but I don't know. I I also don't necessarily see him putting conditions on this right now. um, So much as just calling in a favor later. Like, I'll do this for you now, but one day, I'm going to need something from you. uh, And you can't ask any questions. Right. I I think what's going to be interesting is figuring out who, if he is for or against legitimizing John? Yeah, I think that will be very telling of like what his end game is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's acting Lord of the Vale, and is in his deal with Cersei. If he takes, if he takes Winterfell, he wants to be made Warden of the North. Wow. So that's a lot. Yeah, because that's, that opens up a whole other can of worms between them and the Lannisters. Mm-hmm. So Sansa is on Cersei's number one shit list. Yeah. So let's 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 push some things around for a second. <laughs> um, so let's say Peter Baelish takes Winterfell with the Knights of the Vale. He goes to Cersei and says, "Cersei, uh, I need you to make me Warden of the North." She says, "Great, you're it's in." Then he goes back to Sansa and he says, Sansa, I'm now Warden of the North. Okay? Much to my dismay, I've been made Warden warden of of the North. The only way I can protect you (laughs) is if you marry me. (laughs) He's a a 1930s gangster now. Uh, Yeah, see? Yeah, see? Warden of the North. Warden of the North. I can protect yous, but only if we hitch ourselves to one another. Yeah, we gotta go over there to King's Landing and give Tom and the old one too. Yeah. Or else it's coitins, you hear? <laughs> um, doesn't that feel right? 
Uh, yeah. Or, or not, I shouldn't say feel right, but doesn't that feel like a possibility? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, he, he just – he is one of the most unpredictable people on the show. Uh, Ramsey's unpredictable for how nuts he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know his his being insane is predictable. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas uh, Baelish, you don't – you just don't know what his motives are. Right. Um because I don't think he wants to be king. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to just want to be the be involved in everything. I think he's like, I think he's like the first. What was the first franchise in America? Um, probably some barbershop dentist. All right. Well, I would, let's just go with McDonald's. <laughs> so McDonald's, uh, their goal used to be that there that you could go to McDonald's that there was a McDonald's in every square mile. I think of the planet. Maybe Woolworths. Woolworths? Okay, so maybe he's trying to be the Woolworths of Westeros, where it's like, there's a little finger brothel in every town, around every corner. <clears throat> and he just wants that money network. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe he wants to be like the Lannisters in some sense, where it's like, yeah, it's nice to be the royal family, but you know what's nicer? Is to be rich and to have control over people through the money. Yeah. Like living with someone who has a pet. You get all the benefits, but you don't mm-hmm. have to take care of it at all. Is there a chance that Peter Baelish is working with the Iron Bank of Bravos? That <laughs> everything that he's done is just to position... Actually, no, because he sows chaos. He's a faceless man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. What if? What if? <clears throat> oh. Um... Yeah, I think there's potential that he could be somehow in allegiance with the Iron Iron Bank, and uh, if anybody's going to talk to them and take out another bank loan uh, mm-hmm. or convince them uh, for one leader or another, um, it would be him. Yeah. Let me see Davos going back. All right. Uh, anything else on the uh, the North Remembers tour? We got uh, the battle, uh, the likely battle between. Uh, I guess the Vale, the Wildlings, uh, Mormons, Glovers, uh, who else? We also have the, what do you call them, the Umbers. Mm-hmm. They're still up in the air. Yeah. We think that they have turned against the Starks, but we're also not positive. There's some evidence to say mm-hmm. that they are uh, playing. Yeah, I guess my question is, did you ever think that there would be that there would be a chance of the Starks retaking Winterfell in this season? No. Nah. Doesn't feel right, right? Yeah. I thought they would go on not just a reunion tour, <clears throat> but a bit of an ass-kicking tour. Yeah. But they've decided, it seems like, if we don't get Winterfell, we have no chance of getting other things. Yeah. Because, like, Rob went on an ass-kicking tour. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Next yeah. episode, I think they're going to rest this next episode. And then I think episode eight, I think they're going to come with... Uh, it's going to be a big, 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 big Winterfell episode. Uh, well, that would be nine. Are we at six? We're, we're going into eight. We're going into eight? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't see much rest over the next... Uh, I see only increasing levels of, right. oh my god. Which is totally possible if they just start using that ten minutes that they wasting <laughs> yeah. every goddamn thing. We get yeah. ten minutes of previews, and then the episode still ends yeah. at 9.52. Yeah. It's a joke. 
All right. Uh, let's move on mm-hmm. to the Riverlands, uh, Blackfish, and Jamie. This is fun. Yeah. It's just fun right now, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yep. Um, like, Blackfish is like... No, I don't want to call him a surrogate because that would suggest that he's experiencing things the way the audience is. But he's like an avatar for the audience in the sense that it's like, yeah, fucking just who cares if they kill Edmure? Edmure's a whiny baby anyway. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't make a deal. We're sick of people cutting deals. How about we cut some swords? <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I mean, just to, on that real quick, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I don't think he thought that they were going to kill him. I think he saw those phrase for a bunch of chumps and were like, you're not going to do this. Yeah. He's like, look, you're not yeah. about that life. But I mean, even you if he does. Go on kill him. Go on with it, then. Even if he does. Like, let's say they do kill him. Kill Edmure. What do they have? What's their next thing? Right? Yeah. So what? Yeah. Uh, Blackfish still has River Run. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's much more, he's much less likely to uh, parlay mm-hmm. uh uh, at all yeah um, another Pirates of the Caribbean yeah um, so yeah but Edmure's still alive mm-hmm. um, and we'll talk about in our spoiler section for um, coming up soon our look ahead uh, there's some some things going on uh, Bron is back mm-hmm. uh, no big introduction for him uh, but didn't necessarily need one either uh, just Nice to see him again. Cersei should have sent him on a quest earlier if we had known that Bronn was just going to show up, you know? Yeah. Uh, the phrase, phrase of the worst. They're such creeps. Idiots. And they're uh, so wrong. What do you mean? They're just wrong. Aren't they? I don't know. Like, I don't know what I mean. I genuinely don't. But, like, they suck. And, like, it, it, him being like, just take the castle back is, like, really yeah. stupid. Yeah. We had it. Now it's gone. Go take it back. I'll take it back. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Argus Filch. Uh, and uh, also somewhere in the Riverlands, uh, it seems, is the Hound. Yup. The Hound is back. The Hound Pound. Mm. The Dog Pound. The dog Pound. Uh, yeah, so with that one, that was the Brotherhood Without Banners. That murdered his that, whole that took commune. Out, yeah. yeah. That ruined his Burning Man. Uh, now that we have a home on the internet, watercooler.com slash SRM podcast. Yeah. Uh, today I wrote a piece uh, on Lady Stoneheart. Uh, and if you are listening and you have no idea who that is, do not Google it. Uh, because that is – it will spoil some do things for you. Do not Google Do it. not Google. Uh, and there is some compelling evidence to – Support the idea that she or he, well, I guess I, I already said lady. Um, I'm just trying mm-hmm. not to give too much away here. Uh, that this particular character will appear. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm pretty excited about that possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the, the Brotherhood Without Banners uh, doing their thing, the way in which they they did it, uh, signs, signs are... As you would say, there's a less than zero chance. Yes, it is. I say non-zero. No. Uh, as Rob would say that you say, yeah. uh, it's a less than zero Less chance. than zero is that movie with Robert Downey Jr. where everybody does drugs. RDJ? RDJ. Uh, there's an R-D-drugs. 
there is a non-zero chance yeah. that we will see Lady Stoneheart. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what, what's happening with the the Hound? Uh, what, what what do you see him doing? Well, he's going to. Last we saw, he grabbed his axe and was just on. He, he looked like he knew exactly where he was going and what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's. Uh, I think he's going to get to chopping. I think he's going <laughs> to chop some people up. Yeah. Uh, but I also think like there's maybe he gets convinced by the Brotherhood of Without Banners to join up with them. Uh, maybe he gets scooped by someone else. Uh, maybe it just becomes like a hound murder tour where like first he goes and beats up the Brotherhood without banners and then he sees something else going on and he just kind of like just like wanders from fight to fight until he finds himself in King's Landing ready for the ultimate fight. Yeah. The fight with his Goomba brother. <laughs> so he's just going to be like uh, Logan, Weapon uh, X, yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, until uh, the Professor X of Westeros uh, brings him on. Which is... Um, Kyburn, of course. <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, brings him, brings him into the uh, into the the, the fight. Yeah, uh, into the fray. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of. But if he starts messing around with the Brotherhood, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want to talk too much about this because it gets into spoiler stuff with uh, the particular character I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see that being a possibility too. Of a run-in with that particular yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think everybody wants the Clegane Bowl. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how excited I am for it. I'm. I want to see it, but I if I didn't get it, I don't think I would be too disappointed. It's one of those things where I was super excited for it until. Until the hound actually showed up, and then I was just like, "Okay, well, now that he's here, like it's just what everybody expects, you yeah, know." Yeah, uh, and and you had said that he looked like uh, Foreman, I think, coming back uh, to defend his. Or- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he looks like George <laughs> Foreman that last time when he's just like he's wearing his trunks hiked all the way up to his yeah. chest because he's got such a big gut. Yeah, his hair looks different than it's ever looked. Like he looks now, he's he's in. He looks five. like an overcooked egg. With like a little bit of a mohawk, yeah, um, Indiana Jones vibe. <clears throat> he's limping. Um, it's not great. Yeah, um, looks like Joe Dirt when he gets the <laughs> the mullet wig switched out for the dreadlocks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't see that fight being too unless there unless there's things that are going to still happen happen on his journey mm-hmm. where he gets fully healed. Uh, or he gets the I don't know the power of the Lord of Light within him mm-hmm. uh, and can you know get super strong uh, can Hadouken uh, I don't know uh, but he he gets some extra extra skills yeah. up his sleeve uh, because the mountain's got a lot right now yeah um, remember I think we said he was just oozing with uh, Nickelodeon sludge yeah um, all right well, let's move on to. King's Landing, uh, where Marjorie's playing, but the Sparrow is not fully in the dark, we think. Yeah, it's hard to say. So hard to say. Got the... Marjorie is doing her, doing her thing, doing her little loopy doopy doo Got Rose pictures to pass out. Um, I, I, it's going to be interesting to see if Marjorie is just saying, like, listen, 
I'm playing the game that I have to play right now, but trust me, or if Marjorie has a larger plan. Yeah. Uh, apparently, every plan she has includes withholding sex from Tommen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Except for uh, so every plan is either uh, I'm going to f Tommen's brains out so he hates his mother, or I'm going to withhold sex. This whole like this whole getting Tommen to the faith militant thing was clearly the product of Tommen wanting to have sex with Marjorie more. <laughs> and listen, oh, listen, Tommen. listen, listen. We're all adults here. We understand. We've all look. We've all gone to a couple church services. <laughs> we've all attended a couple Shabbats. <laughs> Just to have sex with somebody. We get it. But this time it went too far. Yeah, Tommen. Yeah. Messed up. Messed up, friend. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> she slips. Did you have something else? She slipped. No, I was just thinking, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, of course I, yeah, of course I, yeah, like I, I always, I always go to midnight mass. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. So he's like the, he's quoting like two Corinthians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I go, I read scripture, uh, yeah, yeah uh, according it. to two Corinthians. Yeah. Uh, 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 oh, John, John, uh, John 316. Yeah. yeah. I love, I love yeah. it all, man. Love thy neighbors. Yeah, the farm is there. I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily class myself as religious, but I'm like certainly spiritual. <laughs> uh, I follow all religions, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I'll go to a Buddhist temple and get in touch with God. I'll go to, uh, I'll go to a, an evangelist tent. And get in touch with God. You know, that the important thing to me is faith. Who is your favorite of the seven? Oh, my favorite of the seven? Couldn't pick one. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't pick one. Uh, f- favorite of the seven? Uh, yeah, just, you know, uh, uh, they're, all, they're all so good. I mean, if I, if I had to pick a uh, favorite of the seven, mm, probably Darius. Because he just seems like uh, he seems like a nice guy. Um, Darius, I think he's one of the members of S Club Seven. Please leave. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so yeah, she slips Elena, Queen of Thorns, mm-hmm. uh, Tyrell, uh, a little little rose. Yeah, uh, a little growing strong rose, uh, and says, uh, "You better get." Yeah. Get out of town uh, because they got the Sauron's eye is fixed on you. Yeah. Uh, so beat it. Yeah. Uh, my hot my hot nun is watching you. Yeah. Um, n- Septa Nunella. <laughs> um, so where did that? I don't know if we talked about it too much on Sunday or not, but we had that interaction, that fantastic interaction, and there's. Very few interactions with Elena that are not fantastic. Right. She's very good. Um, Diana Rigg. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the talk with her and Cersei, where she says, I don't know if you're the worst person I've met, or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, but she's she's leaving, right? She's mm-hmm. definitely at least planning on getting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she said, we had Kevin mm-hmm. at the small council say, what are you going to do? Kill us all. Uh, then you have uh, Tyrell, uh, Elena, be like, what is your, what are you going to do? Kill them all yourself? Um, so I think we're setting up for at least some of all getting killed. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, we, the previews, and this was since this was at the very first trailer they showed. They had that Cersei being like, "I choose violence." Yeah, I'm so ready for that moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm so ready for that moment. Yeah, um, yeah, Cersei. I, I guess Cersei's got a plan. I, I guess. I mean. But she chooses violence. I like it. I like this, Cersei. I think she's through with plans. Yeah. I think that's the thing. Now she's just like you know, cracking skulls. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, strategy hasn't been my strong suit, so I'm just going to go with uh, the old one, too. Your revenge. Yeah. Just like I'm going to let... She's going to unleash the I'm mountain. I'm going to let my urges drive me. Yeah. It's great. I, I just don't so want to see Olena get... Smushed. Uh, I think that would be funny. I know that's terrible, but like, wouldn't that be so funny Uh, to watch the mountain smush a granny? A puddle of wrinkles. (laughs) Yeah. Puddle of wrinkles and um, lots of of hat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I have to imagine that Game of Thrones will kill off Elena the way they killed off Obi-Wan, where the mountain will just take a mighty swing and then it'll just be all her clothes. Yeah. uh, so, Loras is supposed to confess and renounce his throne. There was just that 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 quick quick bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't need to talk much. We, about yeah, that. just to say, to say that how um, just how huge that is. That's not like <clears throat> uh, Loras is the heir to Highgarden. He's yeah. not just some dude. Right. Yeah, uh, and he, he, they're like he can go back. But he's got to renounce his he, – he's not going to be in the Kingsguard or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. He can't do anything. He's just going to go back and he, he's got to just open up a shop yeah. uh, and, I don't know, start shoe-horsing uh, horses. Yeah. Shoe-horsing? So what is it called? Shoeing horses? Shoeing horses. Yeah. Uh, um, and it's just it, – this is going to be where – this we saw this in Marine. It's like you can take on the nobility to an extent – but you start telling like the firstborn sons that they have to renounce their names mm-hmm. in order to get in line. Yeah. And people are going to start cracking heads. People are going to choose violence. I am so ready for the sparrows to get cleaned out. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So ready. Because I can't sit through another lecture. No. <laughs> no. I used to be a shoe salesman and I <laughs> sold well. Sold a bunch of Yeezy 750 boosts. <laughs> and when I got that guap together, had myself a party. I was flowing the, I was flying them hoes in from all corners of Westeros. <laughs> but it just sounds like you had a good time. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. I too right. good a good time. And then I had to find the seven, baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby. He's Kojak now. Yeah. Um, who loves ya? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so let's go to Bravos. Uh, Arya's booking a trip home, uh, and boom, stabbed. Stabbed by the wave. Thrown into the, uh, jumps into the river and stumbles through a crowd. Yeah. Uh, now there are, well, first of all, quick question. Mm-hmm. Do you think Arya's dead? We know this already. Uh, no. Right. Um, I don't think anybody does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are a couple theories out there. And I would like to read one. If Go ahead. What do you Great. got? Why Arya and the Waif are the same person? What? By cat named stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> 
So here are a few things which are interesting about the waif. One, she is only seen by either Jake and Hagar or by Arya. Two, she has a very incredible backstory, much like Mercy or Cat of the Canals. Three, she's no, she knows what Arya is doing all the time. She knows when she lies. She can tell where she is. Four, she tries very hard to force Arya to leave and she makes her insecure. So, here's my theory. Get your tinfoil. <laughs> the waif is Arya. Arya is suffering from some sort of dissociative identity disorder. A case can be made that when Arya came to the Bla House of Black and White, the water that she drank induced this in her. In a way, the waif is no one. Her only mission is to kill off Arya, the inner Arya, the one who can never be one of them, them being uh, the faceless tribe. <clears throat> this is why Jake and Hagar always wants the waif to leave the room before he begins talking to Arya. He essentially wants Arya to stop behaving in a dual personality manner. He just wants to talk to Arya. So when the waif leaves, so, when, <clears throat> so the waif leaves. Just when Arya is alone, does the waif appear again? When the waif asks Jason Hagar, Jason, you, uh, Jake, <laughs> Jason, <laughs> Jason H. Gar, spelled J A Y yeah. S O N, yeah, S O N, uh, you promise it's actually Arya. Arya is asking for permission to kill off her inner self. A lot of people have observed that Jake and Hagar looks pleased with himself when he gives Waif permission to kill off Arya, and this would explain that. So it's majorly, it's a major tinfoil theory. Sure. Um, but it does have some points. Yeah. And, look, we've already had time travel, so we might as well have some kind of Fight Club Tyler Durden thing going on also. Yeah. Uh, I can get behind that. Mm -hmm. uh, the one that the other one that I saw was uh, I don't have anything to read. David. Okay, so this is just going to be me talking to you. Sure. Um, so the the one that I saw was basically we didn't see Arya get uh, shivved. Mm -hmm. We saw Jake and Hagar or Jock and Hagar get shivved. Uh, that he was testing the waif. Uh, that's why we see such a huge transition from episode six, the end, Arya being super prepared and ready to, to fight, uh, to the next episode, just out and about. I want to do this. I want to do that. Here's some money, blah, blah, blah. I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, uh, Jock and Hagar in Arya face. Oh. Uh, testing the waif because one of the things he said was, uh, you know, don't let her suffer or something along those lines. Right. Uh, so could be testing the waif if the waif is a real person and not just another side of Arya. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, and, and then I don't know. And then other things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this is also – this is an interesting thing and it, it – um I mean, I, I think it touches on, like, a lot of different movies and a lot of different tropes, and it's starting to happen in Game of Thrones, which is that a lot of, you know, movies, as we kind of head towards our climax, a training session, you know, the, the preparation gets cut short, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we just finished this with Bran. Yeah. Bran was training, and that got cut short. Yeah. Um, in Star Wars, is a famous example is like Luke is in the middle of training, trading with Yoda, training with Yoda, 
And then he sees that flash of uh, what's going on in Cloud City, and he leaves training. Yeah. Um, so the question is, I think in both of these situations, is if either of these things are happening, if it's Jake and Agar testing the waif, or if it's the waif is a facet of Arya's personality, then it sounds more like training is just going to be complete. Yeah. Right, the, yeah. and that—that's like, either way, like if if the Arya is killed off, or if the waif uh, is too cruel to keep going, then I guess that might be the training continues. Yeah. Um, I mean, but they're, they're, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, but it feels like I mean, it, like from a structural standpoint, it feels like maybe this is just what it is. Yeah. And it's going to be, it's just going to be that thing that pushes Arya to Westeros. And then, and it's going to be her rock bottom, so that she can build throughout season seven and end on either a high note or die. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, because the other possibility is that this is what it is—that Arya did get stabbed mm-hmm. uh, and maybe gets found and uh, healed, and then still makes it to Westeros. Mm-hmm. We have no big fight with uh, uh, the Waif, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe in season seven, there's. So she's walking around Westeros, and then there's that big, big right. possibility. Uh, Whitney has uh, said that she thinks, and I, I can get behind this too, uh, that uh, Lady Crane, the mm-hmm. actress that plays Cersei, will find Arya mm-hmm. and take her in mm-hmm. um, and kind of uh, sew her up and patch her. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll, I guess we'll see what happens from there. We yeah. do know the episode 8, is it 8? Yeah, 8 title is No One. Uh, that's the title. That's Oof. the title of the episode. Is no one. No one. So right. uh, I, we and can we're, maybe we're get due for our Daenerys. resolution there. We're due for Daenerys. We're due for Bran. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there are any story. We can get to that later. Yeah. Uh, so that's our uh, second thoughts on the episode. Uh, quick preview chat, and then we'll we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the preview, uh, it looks like the uh, we're, it's the unleashing of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brienne and Jamie are meeting in the in the Riverlands, yeah. uh, and Arya and the Waif. Yeah, um, I guess we can assume the Waif. I think we're going very fast, and I'm not one of those people that's going to like freeze frame shit. Yeah. Um, Although, and I also don't like to, to Google because I'm sure that somebody has. Yeah. Um, anything I see is usually through quick Twitter uh, mm-hmm. mentions and whatnot. Um, any quick thoughts on the preview? Anything you think we're going to see before we do a standout star? I mean, just trying to think. I think that you can phrase it in a standout star. I, I don't helps. think we're I don't think we're ready for the Battle of Winterfell. So I think that we take an episode off on the John Sansa storyline reunion. Uh, I also think that I also think that we're going to learn something about. I, I think that we're going to get a brand flashback, not this next episode, but episode nine. Uh, I think we're going to get some brand in this coming episode. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that we are going to take some off of John, but I think John related storylines will pop up. Yeah, in, in Brand's storyline in episode eight. Um, I think that the Brienne and Jamie storyline looks very interesting. Yeah, looks like it's going to be uh, a like a, an interesting fight, an interesting relationship dynamic. Um, I think that. The Cersei and the Mountain thing is going to be interesting. I think Boy, it's going to be gruesome, I think. I think it's going to be gruesome. I think it's going to be rough. 
God, uh, this might be the episode. I, this might be an episode. I think we see a Lannister die. I think we see a Lannister die. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what. I genuinely have no clue. I'm done predicting big things for Daenerys because she just does big things, but they're also like big boring things now. <laughs> like her speech on the back of the dragon was like, cool, you do this like once every five episodes now. Yeah. Uh, so I can't like, I just don't, I just don't want to do that. Okay. Um, uh, I think that we, in addition to the other stuff, uh, I don't think we're going to see the, I, I think we're going to see more of the Brotherhood without banners, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily think we're going to see the character that I was talking about right. uh, in this particular episode. Um, but god damn, I would love it. God damn it. God be damn it. I'd god love it. God damn it, it'd be uh, terrific. All right, standout star, what do you got? <sighs> After that. many minutes of prayer, care, and thought, I think I know. My standout star. It's a it's a dual standout star. Oh man, it's Missandei and Grey Worm. Why? I think some. I think we've been play. We've been treading water in the the marine, the actual marine storyline for a little while. Uh, I guess I'll. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that. I'm gonna say Tyrion. I'm gonna say Tyrion's my standout. Right. I think we're due for Tyrion to actually do something. Uh, okay. So that's my standout. Cool. Uh, so for me, I am going to go. Um, this is uh, a little bit uh, of a cheat because we did see the the preview, but I am going to go with uh, Sir Gregor Clegane, uh, the Mountain, Ooh. Sir Robert Strong, uh, as Ooh. the standout star uh, of Episode Eight. That uh, is pretty good for some gruesome shit that he is. Uh, we're we're assuming going to do. Yeah, he's about to do some crazy yeah. shit. Because he's been, uh, as as we talked about on Sunday, just kind of sitting, waiting uh, in, in waits. We saw one quick spurt earlier this season where he just kind of uh, smushed in one guy's head. Um, but I think we're going to see uh, almost like a, a montage. What is the, the character in mythology? It's actually, I think, uh, Jewish mythology. Mm-hmm. The... Um, the the creature the golem golem yeah yeah um, he's he's kind of like a golem mm-hmm. uh, that can't really be killed we think uh, or at least in traditional ways um, doesn't seem to have any bodily needs mm-hmm. uh, so yeah he's my standout star yeah so, uh, so fun fact about golem is that uh, golem has uh, like a word inscribed on his head. And then they just write one extra letter onto that word that turns it from, like, I forget if it's protect or life to death. Um, the Jewish word is emet. Um, and uh, that's what kills him. Hmm. Oh, uh, emet means truth. And so they erase a word that then becomes met, which means death. All right. So maybe uh, maybe the, maybe if we also find out that Mountain has a secret button on him somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He's got a look, you just open up his back. Yeah. Hit, hit a switch. Yeah. Um, or pull a string. All right. So that will do it for our second thoughts episode. We will be back recording on su- we record on Sunday nights following the episode. So you can always email us uh, srmpodcast at gmail.com, mm-hmm. Twitter 
uh, at SRM Podcast, and you can read some stuff that we've written and other podcasts uh, you can listen to on watercooler.com slash SRM Podcast. And that's watercooler, W-O-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R, or just Google Stark Raven Mad. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody. Wooder and cooler. everybody being you. Bye, David. Bye.